0: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Eat me now. I'm starving.
1: On the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast.
0: Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast presented today by fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST so you get a discount. On all of Joe Dolan's unbelievable content, and Tom Brawley, and Graham Barfield, and the guru John Hansen, and our guy Greg Cosell, who will be on tomorrow's Ross Tucker football podcast, breaking down the position groups that are most and least affected by the abbreviated practice schedule, abbreviated preparation. For the 2020 NFL season. You know this. I'm Ross Tucker. Former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams. Seven years. Now I've got five podcasts. Including this here Fantasy Feast podcast. It's August. Which means two things. Number one. We start having two episodes a week. Because you guys deserve it. Because it's fantasy football time. And we are scheduled to have Christopher Harris on Friday's fantasy feast podcast this week it also means we dive in to tears of Dolan when I say Dolan I'm talking about Joe Dolan at FG underscore Dolan on Twitter he's basically the owner of all he oversees at fantasypoints.com he's got a new setup he is in South Carolina. We are getting into the tears of Dolan. I am beyond excited for it. But before we do that, hello, Joe. How
1: are you? I'm well, Ross. How about yourself?
0: Not bad. I got a weird spot in our best ball this this month. I'm in uh, I'm like in the eleven hole, I think. Mm. So I went I went Chubb Eckler one, two, and then Odell Beckham Jr. I think I gotta check in, but Kenny Galladay. Uh, with my next two picks, receiver. So I went
1: Sounds fine. Running,
0: back, running back, receiver, receiver. What do you think?
1: I think that's going to be a pretty common start this year. Um, I actually opened up with, um, excuse me, because we have not yet uh, talked about, uh, you and I at least have not yet talked about. Uh, Damien Williams opting out, so I uh, went with Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round and Tyreek Hill in the second. So I doubled up on Kansas City Chiefs to open open my draft. But my top two running backs are both rookies in Edwards-Alaire and Jonathan Taylor, and that's going to be a little precarious, but I think kind of exciting.
0: I was wrong, by the way. I got DJ Moore. I think that that you know I had the queue up. I got DJ Moore. I think I had Galladay higher, but the guy right before me took Galladay, so. I got DJ Moore instead. I think you're even higher on DJ Moore than I've been, but maybe you convinced me of that.
1: Yeah, he's kind of in that. Uh, he's kind of in that high end wide receiver two tier. Some like him a lot, even a lot more than I do. I'm still a little iffy on on uh, on Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not sure um, exactly how much. Uh, well, frankly, exactly how good he is. But um, he's a very good wide receiver too. And I think Joe Brady's going to figure out a nice way to use him, especially after the catch. He has really good after the catch ability.
0: So here's what we got, Joe. Uh, we're not doing any more best ball drafts. We did three. We have a we did a May, June, July best ball draft. August is the big boy. August is the season long redraft league where you go head to head against me and Joe and fourteen others. It's a sixteen team league. Separates the men from the boys the best ways. Right now, to get into the redraft league, number one, go to fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST because Joe and his crew are awesome. And also, it's how you can get into the redraft league against me and Joe. And number two, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. No matter where you live, put the code ROSS in no matter where you live. And then you will be able, which is pretty darn cool, To get up to a $1,000 bonus. In fact, you know what? I'm so excited about the tiers. I'm going to tell them about the DraftKings thing right now. Right? If you place a pregame money line bet on a single game in the NBA right now, and if the team you pick to win ends up losing, but scores over 110 points, they get their money back. We got golf. Mm. We got UCL. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use code ROSS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. I I repeat myself every time because it's insane. Just enter code ROSS when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 100 Gambler or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right. Speaking of with it, Joe, that's how you get with it in terms of the season-long league against me and you. You go ahead. You sign up at FantasyPoints.com. Use the code FEAST. You get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone. Put the code ROSS in whether you deposit or not. Our first two entries: Kevin Herb, because somehow something messed up. He was supposed to be in the last best ball league; it didn't work. Uh, it's a long story. Kevin's in, and Scott Boyd. Before I even told people how to enter, Scott Boyd emailed me with like seven things, Joe. I mean, he like went the butcher box. He did Amazon. He did oh drafting. He did fantasy point. Scott Boyd wanted in, so those are the first two entries. We'll figure it out throughout August who the other 12 are because me and Joe are two. We got two more. So, 12 more of you get to get in the season long redraft league against me and Joe. All right. So, that's very exciting. The other thing that's exciting is we're starting out Tears of Dolan. Always our most listened to shows, always our most popular shows. Joe, it's your first time uh, riding shotgun for these shows and I want to start we'll do this every week everybody and their brother as you know Joe has rankings everybody has rankings Mm -hmm. why can you reiterate for the people in the back why it's so important to have tiered rankings
1: so first and foremost rankings are as I say and and I've always told people this when they ask, oh, what do you do for fantasy pros where you have so much success? I do believe it's kind of an inexact science. Like, there is going to be so many times the guy you have ranked fourth and the guy you have ranked seventh are going to flip-flop. It's going to happen so much. And when I'm doing 100 best balls, like, you and I have done multiple. I've obviously done plenty on every platform there is. I don't have the confidence in myself. You have to have some level of humility. Yeah, I don't have the confidence in myself to be able to sit there and say, hey, look, this guy I have ranked third, I am going to draft him 100% of the time over the guy I have ranked fourth if I have that choice 10 times out of 10. You have to understand that there are sometimes very narrow windows that separate these guys from each other. On the other hand, there is going to be a drop-off at some point. Man, if I don't get this player, I'm going to be in trouble at running back. If I don't get that player, I'm going to be in trouble at wide receiver. And that knowing where those drop-offs are is really how you formulate a plan in your head. I especially like doing auction drafts. That's my favorite way to draft. And auction draft is basically tier based drafting. You have to understand what's going to happen to your team if you don't get a guy at a certain target point. So, coming up with tiers, I think arguably, I mean, not arguably, I think it is more important than rankings because if sometimes you'll get on you'll get on Twitter and they'll be like, "Why did you have this guy rank fifth and this guy rank sixth? And then you're like, "I mean, they were basically ranked the same. Like, like let's be honest, like." You you don't have to always take a guy who's ranked fifth if you like the guy who's ranked sixth better. But why do you have this guy ranked fifth and this guy ranked eighth and they're in different tiers? That's when you can really begin to separate guys. So um, I I kind of look look at my draft plan as saying I want guys in a certain tier. I'm not going to feel good if my running back one comes from a different comes from a lower tier. I'm not going to feel good if my wide receiver three comes from a tier where I have a bunch of wide receiver fives. So that's that's tier based drafting to me. You have to understand why you're grouping guys together. And I, I think today, Ross, we're going to start at the quarterback position.
0: We are starting at quarterback, and Brian, we are starting the newest version uh, called Tears of Dolan. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. I don't move in group oh, very good you might never be able to watch me do this before will I win my league if I'm following you? Joe Dolan <laughs> am I drafting Zeke if I'm following you? Joe Dolan (laughs) I'm at the turn two picks to burn. But I know I won't go wrong with tears of Joe. Love it, Scott Sheriff. That is Carrie Underwood's keyboard player, and he loves the Fantasy Feast. He does a show for us every year. He has a version where he actually like with his nice voice because he does vocals. He's backup vocals for Carrie Underwood, where he says to Joe Dolan. But I, we, Brian and I, just thought him inserting the uh, me saying Joe. was so much better so i love it what do you think joe uh
1: congratulations on your recording uh, music debut ross i'm very proud of you that's uh yeah it was very good uh i i'm my mom's gonna love that one that's my mom's my biggest fan so she's i'm gonna have to get her to listen to that one
0: nice all right let's dive into it tier one joe you've got patrick mahomes and lamar jackson
1: yep and I, I'll be honest, Ross, this is kind of the area where I'm not drafting a quarterback. Now, this is one quarterback leagues. Uh, Superflex, two quarterback, completely different. Um, you, you heard us talk maybe a little bit about the Scott Fishbowl uh, and that super flex format on this podcast. But uh, Mahomes and Lamar are just completely separated from the rest of the field. I mean, it's, it's, it's not even close between them and the Tier 2 guys. That being said, their ADPs aren't close to the Tier 2 guys. Mahomes and Jackson – are going second round in most leagues. Um, if you're in a league where there's sharper players, maybe you're in an expert league or an industry league, um, and those guys will slip into the third round. Very, 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 extremely rare to see any to see them get into the fourth round. Um, I haven't seen it yet happen, even in in quote unquote expert leagues. Um, it, you're just not going to get those guys deep. Now, there are ways to win in fantasy football, drafting a quarterback early. You'll see, um, uh, I think, one of the things going around in best balls from, from uh, fantasy Twitter and and fan- the fantasy community is the Chiefs stack, uh, almost drafting two or even three Chiefs in the first three rounds by going with uh, Tyree Kill, uh, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe you do Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes. There are ways to, to kind of do a super high upside stack like that. I think it's particularly risky in the time of COVID to do something like that, put all your eggs in one basket. But frankly, the opportunity cost of drafting a quarterback that early, it really hurts you at the other positions, especially running back and wide receiver. That's why I don't like doing it. And Ross, you have to... the, the 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 thing people always are going to say to you, well, you know, I had Lamar last year and I had Patrick Mahomes the year before and those guys were the reason I won my fantasy championship. True, 100% true. That's why I have them ranked number one and number two. Mahomes actually number one, but I mean, again, splitting hairs like I talked about a little bit earlier. But when you drafted Patrick Mahomes two years ago, where'd you get him? 10th round, 11th round? When you drafted Lamar Jackson last year, where'd you get him? Ninth round, 10th round, that, that's part of the reason, if not the reason you won your fantasy championship with these guys. Yes, they scored a ton of points, but you weren't hurting at running back and you weren't hurting at wide receiver. They just helped put your team over the top into that near unbeatable zone. That's what happened with those guys. So this year, they're super expensive. I am going to pass. I'm not naive enough to think there's another Lamar or another Mahomes on the board somewhere. However, I am going to take the opportunity to try to find somebody who's 70% of Lamar or 70% of Patrick Mahomes, and I am going to build my roster with much stronger running backs and wide receivers. So, in most leagues, I am not going to be drafting quarterbacks from this tier. Yes, you can win by doing it. Yes, if you have a keeper league, for sure. But that is not how I would recommend you do a fantasy football team this year.
0: Tier two, you've got four guys Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson, all of those guys give you some kind of a running element.
1: Yes, and I think if people were to say, well, here's the next Lamar Jackson, uh, people are going to say it's Kyler Murray. The problem is everybody is looking for that next Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray's ADP is like QB3, QB4. So he is very expensive this year. And I know you've had Greg Cosell on the podcast, and you know he wrote a piece for us up at fantasypoints.com where he said, Dude, this guy's got a lot of talent, but he's got a lot to work on. And, you know, with the offseason, you wonder "Mm, could he get off to a little bit of a slow start? So you're not getting Kyler Murray at a discount. With this tier, Ross, this is also one where I am probably not actively targeting a quarterback because I want to get my uh, I want to load up basically on wide receivers at this spot because I really like the wide receivers going in the fourth fifth and sixth round range and that's where these these four guys Prescott Murray Wilson and Watson are getting drafted now if Prescott falls into the sixth or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson falls into the seventh round which has happened and that's more common uh, for that to happen, then like Lamar Jackson slipping into the third, that's when I'll start to pull the trigger. You know, I um when when I'm drafting a second tier quarterback, and um, you ask me how do you know? I I go to the old adage. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly who said it, but it might have been in a courtroom somewhere or something. Um, it, it's it's about pornography, and they ask, they're like. How do you know what, what's art or what's pornography? And they're like, you kind of know it when you see it. That's how I draft a quarterback in this second tier. If I'm looking at running back, wide receiver, and tight end, and I really don't like the value there. I'm like, Ugh. the best the best wide receiver available is like a mediocre wide receiver three. The best running back available is a committee back. I don't want to draft Tyler Higby at tight end. And I see Deshaun Watson's there. Maybe late sixth, early seventh round, that's when I'm going to draft a quarterback for my second tier. But I'm really – my focus on drafting a quarterback this year is typically to try to land one of the three guys who are in my third tier.
0: Got it. All right. Tier three, you referenced it. There's only three guys in your mm-hmm. tier three. That is Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Tier four – is a ton of guys. Yep. So talking about tier three, these this group that fits in between your tier two and between your beastly tier four.
1: Okay, so here's how I, I have three different guys in tier three, and it's all about how you want to build your roster. If you want to build all upside and you don't care about erratic play, if you're not if you don't really care about a really tough schedule, our guy Scott Barrett has the Buffalo Bills schedule. Uh, power-rated as the toughest for quarterbacks this year, um, although probably got a little bit easier with all the Patriots opt-outs. Um, Josh Allen's your guy. Josh Allen's the guy you want if you want to try to get that rushing production. He has 17 rushing touchdowns in his first two seasons. Um, he's never going to be a 65% passer. Hell, he might never be a 60% passer, but he's got talent at receiver after the addition of Stefan Diggs. If you If you can stomach, Josh Allen's occasional game where he's going to go seventeen for thirty eight and throw two tu- two interceptions, while also understanding he could run for seventy five yards and a touchdown in that game. Josh Allen's your guy. He's the guy who's going to be all upside. If you want to go with all floor, say maybe you invested in Clyde Edwards Alaire as your running back one, and you're like, man. Who Clyde Edwards Alaire? I I love him this year, but he's a rookie. Or maybe Jonathan Taylor is your RB2, and you're like, I'm just not sure exactly um, how much those guys are going to produce early in the year. If you want to go with all floor, Matt Ryan's your guy. He's not going to run. We know that, but he's going to attempt a metric ton of passes we have them projected to lead the nfl in pass attempts at fantasypoints.com they don't have a great defense but they have julio jones they have calvin ridley they brought in hayden hurst russell gage had a nice end of the year i don't think their running game is going to be very good this year so matt ryan is the guy if you're like man i need just steady eddie i need a floor play i'm gonna go with matt ryan if you want to kind of bridge that gap and say well i don't want to go all yolo nor do I want to fall asleep when I'm setting my lineup with Matt Ryan at quarterback, then you go with Carson Wentz. And I think Carson Wentz has has qualities of both Josh Allen and Matt Ryan. He's got the playmaking ability that Josh Allen has, but Wentz is a far more accurate passer. He's not going to run as much as Allen, but he's going to run a lot more than, than Matt Ryan is going to, so you could get a couple of rushing touchdowns there, a couple of games where he gives you 25, 30 rushing yards. He has more speed at the receiver position this year, with presumably Deshaun Jackson, as long as he watches a World War II documentary and stays off of Twitter, um, he's going to have him. He brings Jalen Rager in, um, who I think is going to have a big rookie year. You have that great tight end pair. You know, Wentz threw for over four thousand yards without a single wide receiver going for five hundred last year. Uh, the Eagles are apparently talking up Alshon Jeffrey. I'll believe that when I see it. Um, but uh, Carson Wentz is kind of the guy who bridges the gap between Josh Allen and and Matt Ryan as kind of a combination upside floor type of guy. So those three guys in my tier three uh, that allows you a ton of flexibility with your roster, and that is typically. Where I'm going to be focusing when I'm targeting a quarterback this year, I want one of those three guys. But you are not screwed if you don't get one of those guys.
0: So uh, you are screwed, Joe, if you don't sign up for ButcherBox. I love me some ButcherBox, especially their salmon. I eat the crap out of their salmon. They've got wild-caught Alaskan salmon, heritage pork, 100% grass fed and finished beef, free range organic chicken. Listen, here's the deal. It is delicious food. You guys know I'm the press box food guy. I would not steer you wrong when it comes to anything, but especially food. It's shipped frozen and vacuum sealed right to your house. So if you want to eat good, healthy proteins that are organic, it's sent right to your house. Just go to butcherbox.com slash feast. Mark a visit to the meat counter off of your to-do list and receive quality meat delivered to your door now. That's butcherbox.com slash feast. Absolutely delicious. Your tier five is amazing, Joe, but we're not there yet. Tier four is by far the biggest tier. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, uh, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Daniel Jones, Drew Brees, Joe Burrow, Ryan Daniel, Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, Jared Goff. This is like your is it fair this is like your
1: average standard tier? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And this is why you advocate waiting on quarterback for people now. Obviously, I I have these guys separated from my tier three for whatever reason. I don't think they have the upside. In the case of somebody like Daniel Jones, he's got a really tough schedule. His left tackle just opted out. Matthew Stafford's coming off an injury. Joe Burrow's a rookie. Ben Roethlisberger's coming off an injury. Ryan Tannehill's due for regression. Jared Goff's coming off a terrible season. Um, Cam Newton is coming off an injury and he's with a new team. These guys all have something to argue against them. Drew Brees is old and Taysom Hill's there. So what kind of volume is he going to have? However, I think it is extremely likely there are going to be a lot of fantasy teams with these guys as starting quarterback. And that's why you're not screwed if you don't get one of the tier three guys. If you don't get one of the tier three guys, get a couple of guys from this tier. Maybe pair a floor guy like Breeze with an upside guy like Newton or a floor guy like Brady with an upside guy like Joe Burrow. And and you're going to be just fine drafting a couple of quarterbacks from this tier. Some people might disagree with me. There are going to be people who have Cam Newton higher than this. Um. I'll, 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 I I'll want to wait and see first, but I think Cam Newton is the guy, if you really want upside, you star him here because I think it's going to be very intriguing what he's going to do with the New England Patriots. I think Tom Brady and Cam Newton would be a fascinating pair to draft. Um, Just just kind of funny. You know, you could follow that all season. But I, I think you can get away easily with one of these guys as your starting quarterback, even if they weren't your star them, circle em, underline them target. There are going to be plenty of teams that are going to get production out of these guys. They just have more warts than them in them than the guys ahead of them.
0: Joe, I've been waiting all show for this. Part of me thinks that you did this on purpose for effect. Tier 5 is only two names. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo. You have Aaron Rodgers below like 20 quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. In the year of our Lord, 2020. Explain yourself.
1: Well, uh, I think the question should be, we should get Brian Gutenkunst on here to have him explain himself. Who are, Who's Aaron Rodgers on in? Devontae Adams, who misses games every year. And I love Devontae Adams this year. But he misses games every year. His only addition to his receiving core this offseason was Devin Funches. He opted out. So you have Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who was terrible last year. Uh, Equinemius St. Brown, who's done jack all in the NFL. Jake Kumaro, who has, like, the soul of Jeff Janis implanted into him. Um, <laughs> Jay Sternberger, who I also like this year, by the way, and we'll get to him in the tight end tiers. Um, but he's a second-year tight end who basically has only played in the playoffs. He, he, he like, uh uh and they drafted, they drafted a fullback and a power running back and a backup quarterback in the first three rounds of the NFL draft. I mean, Aaron Rodgers – see, here's why, why I have Aaron Rodgers in my fifth tier. Because the average fantasy player is going to be like, whoa, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, give him to me. And I want people to realize that they just should not be drafting Aaron Rodgers where the average fantasy player is going to be drafting him. It, there, there is zero upside here. The, the one thing you could say, just to play devil's advocate, is Aaron Rodgers is going to have a double middle Freedom Rockets raised, FU MVP kind of season, with those Freedom Rockets pointed directly at head coach Matt LaFleur and the GM's booth at Lambeau Field. There's going to be nobody else there, so he might as well he might as well have somebody focused on him. That's the rationale for me, but I just do not see the upside with Aaron Rodgers the way I do with the guys I have ranked in front of him.
0: Tier 6. To wrap it up, the last three, it's Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, and Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Now, is it, is it Jawan James opting out? Is it that all his receivers are young? Drew Locke, it's just interesting because I think a lot of people are kind of high on Drew Locke, are kind of excited, and he's, he's your last guy.
1: I think that there's just a level of skepticism with Drew Locke for me. Uh, he started five games in the NFL now. He went four and one. However, he averaged just 204 passing yards per game. That's not going to get it done for fantasy. They added a lot of weapons. So Drew Locke is probably the guy here who, for me, um, was uh, closest to being tier five just because of how loaded this offense is. But for the other guys, uh, Gardner Minshew, he's going to run. He actually averaged more rushing yards per game than Daniel Jones did last year. So Daniel Jones is a guy, well, you know, he runs. That's what people are saying. Minshew actually averaged more rushing yards per game than him. He was at about 25 per game. So he's got a nice floor there with the rushing. And he's got DJ Chark, but he doesn't have a whole lot else at receiver. Teddy Bridgewater, never been a good fantasy quarterback. However, the way I'm looking at it, you talked about DJ Moore at the top of the show. He's got DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel, Ian Thomas, Christian McCaffrey. Um they brought in Robbie Anderson. So they've got a nice group of receivers there for him. And on top of that, I think their defense could be apocalyptically bad. Uh, and and the Panthers told you that. They spent all 7 of their draft picks on defensive players. So they told you, we think our defense is going to stink. And Teddy Bridgewater being in tier 6 is just kind of a um it's kind of a volume thing. But the problem I have with these guys is I kind of view them on shaky ground as starters. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater could be, no pun intended, a bridge quarterback. Drew Locke started five games. Gardner Minshew was a sixth-round pick. I think the Jaguars are going to be bad this year. So there's just a little bit more uh, of uncertainty here that makes me uncomfortable. But these guys are really, really good QB3s in a best ball league. Or in a two-quarterback league. And they can even be a solid QB2 if you drafted one of my tier one or tier two quarterbacks as somebody who they, they've got a lot of things going for them if you overlook uh, their pretty significant warts.
0: What an unbelievable start to tiers of Dolan. So well explained. Love the six different tiers. The three guys in tier three, Rogers in Tier Five. Absolutely phenomenal start to Tears of Dolan this year, Joe. Love the song. We can talk next week. We'll do running backs or wide receivers. We can figure that part of it out. Here's what you need to do now. You need to try to get in this league against me and Joe. Because I gotta tell you, even though I'm not the expert like Joe is, I'm kind of awesome at fantasy. I I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm kind of a big fantasy deal. So let's see what you got. It's the redraft league. I will beat all of you when we go head-to-head, and I will win the league. All you have to do is fantasypoints.com, code FEAST, all caps, forward that to me. That's the key, Ross at Ross Tucker.com. I can't know you did it unless you send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and get the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone, throw the code Ross in, make a deposit if you're in a legal state. If you're not in a legal state, can't make a deposit yet. Just throw the code in for when your state finally gets legal. Joe, terrific work. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL across the board. Remember, we've got Greg Cosell tomorrow on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast and Christopher Harris from Harris Football on Friday for our second Fantasy Feast podcast this week. For Joe, I'm Ross. We're stuffed. That was awesome. We're done.